0: Welcome, this is Couples Counseling for Parents, a show about couple relationships, how they work, why they don't, and what you can do to fix what's broken. Here parents, our dad, Dr. Stephen Mitchell, and our mom, Erin Mitchell. Hello, and thanks for joining us on Couples Counseling for Parents. I'm Dr. Stephen Mitchell.
1: And I'm Erin Mitchell.
0: And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about why storytelling in your parenting partner... Relationship is so important,
1: and not just storytelling. Um, I mean, you have an entire series you tell our kids; it's completely fictional and made up, called Turk the Turtle.
0: <laughs> Turk the that, Turtle, that yes, is,
1: yes. Turk is a he is a figure in our house, but that's not what you mean.
0: Yeah, not like not like uh, s- bedtime Story. stories, okay. but but more like stories about um, your relationship as. Uh, as a couple, but also telling those stories to each other and also in front of your kids. Right. Your so kids.
1: telling your stories, the importance yes. of um, go the ahead.
0: St- your individual human real life story.
1: Yes. Your, your stories. Yeah. Not just stories. <laughs> so
0: you, you've made, it's very clear. Thank you. Th- thank you for clearing that up for us. You're welcome. <laughs> um,
1: it, it's, it's unbelievably important. It's important to me personally. It's important in the world of therapy and healing. It's just important. And the reason it came up for us this week is we celebrated a birthday in our house. And um, my mom started this tradition when I was little, where on our birthdays, honestly, it was a few weeks before our birthday, she would start saying, like, you know, However old, we were, if I was going to be turning 15, 15 years ago right now, it was yeah. a sunny day or it was, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it would start a few weeks before and it would just begin the process for all of us of remembering and stepping into what happened. Yeah.
0: And, she would start telling your birth story.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and she did not do that for any therapeutic reason that I'm aware of. She did that because it was important to her. It was important yeah. to us. We all enjoyed it. But there is a ton of research and reasons why but what we are going to say first though is our story so this this week again we celebrated a birthday so we do the same thing i can't help it i don't even mean to it's just a few weeks before Um, my body starts reminding me like oh my goodness like this year it happened to be 11 years ago
0: yeah
1: i was doing this or we were here or you know I, yeah. our midwife was a little concerned about the, you know, the positioning of you, so she recommended we do stairs. So we were going to up to the playground, um, and to
0: walk up the steps, going up on and the down playground. the steps, and yeah. you know,
1: just beginning to share that story. And then on the birthday itself, we retell, um, our kids' birth stories, and my, it is one of the most. I almost said it's my favorite thing. It is one of the most centering parts of Stevenson. My relationship on Mm -hmm. a birthday when steven tells our kids specifically about me in birth it it does something for me it does something to me it i i know exactly what it's going to say he doesn't change it much (laughs) it's because it's what happened um it's his experience and he's just sharing it but i feel so known and so um I don't know.
0: Well, well, I think that that's the thing. I th- I think one of the, the, th- and the I, so we, we tell this story and, and I think one of the things that I think is always really interesting about, you know, so it's our oldest kid telling, you know, his his birth story. I think the story can start wherever, like it could start, um, you know, two weeks before the birth or it could start right in the birth room when it happened. And but there are parts of it that are always, are always the same too, which I think are, or sort of the telling of the, like the moments, the you know, the, moments. the critical mm-hmm. moments. And and I think that one of the reasons that hearing those stories can feel good, maybe you can af- affirm this or not, is that it just helps you understand a little bit about yourself. Um, and it helps you feel like yeah, like that's that's who I am, that's how I was. That that feels knowing, but so it 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 helps you just understand like what was happening in some ways because I was watching you. Right, absolutely and, and you weren't necessarily in tune with like Yes, what was I was happening not reflecting for you. on my own experience. Yeah, no, I yeah. was very much
1: in it. Yes. I, and it, you know, birth experiences and birth stories specifically are um, important they are sensitive there are a lot of different versions of birth stories a lot of times births don't go according to plan um, or there is trauma in them or any number of things it doesn't make them less important and being yeah. seen in that is so Powerful. Yeah, I, it I doesn't have a, to be a good story. It does good. A, yeah, that's right. Know, like happy, a happy mm-hmm. right? And and maybe those stories you don't share with your kids. It's it's hard to know. Th- that's a nuanced thing that is very specific for us. And in this story that we were telling this week, um, Stephen talks about just this moment that I got to see our kid um, and you know, without going into all the details of the birth itself, because that's maybe for a podcast for a different day. But we had a long, um, uh,
0: birth. It was, yeah,
1: we had a long end time. He ended up being born with a nuchal hand. So there was a lot of pushing and, um, it was hard and it was uh, a lot. And I began to pass out in between contractions, like actually passed out. And so I have no memory of a lot of, you know, sort of like, an hour and a half of that. Right. And for Steven to be able to sort of document that time for both of us, it is so powerful. Um,
0: and for our son. Oh, he loves
1: know? it. He absolutely loves it. And, um, he, you know, he loves it a little bit differently every year. You know, some years it's like, all right, skip to the part or enough about that. Or I don't know, but yeah. it matters to him. It It is his entrance into this, this world. and, mine as his mom. And it's profound. It's a really profound moment. Um, And Mm -hmm. hearing Stephen specifically, because I have my own version of it, Mm -hmm. but hearing Stephen reflect me to me, there's nothing like it. It's, it's powerful. I can't, I think I keep repeating the same profound and powerful. It's just, it's sort of an unspeakable Depth of knowing and anchoring for us, right. as a Couple,
0: yeah, and and I think as a family, I think Absolutely. so. I, I think that these these stories, and they don't just have to be birth stories. No. You know, they can be stories about um, you know all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, when you met as a couple, or the first time that you uh, saw each other, the first uh, time you remember something special about your one of your kids, what whatever it is. The the, the whole idea is that in the in the telling of the the story it kind of becomes part of the the mythology and the lore and the you know whatever it might be of your family and that does anchor your family that does kind of piece your family together in a way that gives you a story about who you like who you are who you are as a couple um, who your kids parents are who you who they are as as little human beings in the world as as they grow up and i think that you know it the reason you know and, and maybe this is um, you know we have we have certain story you know there's always the birth stories that that we tell you know there's a story of our engagement there's the story of um, our wedding day there's a story of when we first met each other there you know we have these kind of stories, marker stories. The, these mm-hmm. marker stories that um you know we'll we'll tell our kids or you know when the um like one of the one of the stories we tell our kids is every so we we had 3 um uh births like full uh full full, full term pregnancies and births um and uh when One of the stories we tell is that our first, two, our oldest and middle, um, when I held them, one of the things they did is they immediately the first time I held them, they just pooped all over me, just (laughs) all over me, and then our youngest son, the unique part of his story is he pooped on he pooped on you, yeah, and our kids love Love that that story for sure they love it they're like yeah dad you remember when you picked me up and i pooped all over you yeah and they it just feels so funny and special to them and then our youngest loves that he he didn't poop on me but he pooped on you and and again it's these it's these little stories that that kind of bind a family together um i think and help you (laughs) I mean <laughs> the poop, the I mean, poop you, story. Yeah, I know, but binds, the poop that binds. Yeah, the uh, poop yeah. that binds. Yeah. And and I think you know there's a there's a reason this is the case, and this there's a reason that the stories are, are so important.
1: You mean like a psychological? Yeah, yeah, neurobiology. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So so why are stories important? And so there's there's this great uh, you know neuroscientist uh, by the name of Dan Siegel, and he talks about. Um, the role that, that story plays neurologically in our life. And that the idea is that we feel healthy as human beings when we are able to tell ourselves a story that makes sense. Um, and he, he calls it a cohesive autobiogra- autobiographical narrative. So when we can look at our life and we can kind of mark it chronologically um, with some sense of order, it helps us feel kind of whole. Um, and I think, you know, that is a, from a neuroscientist, you know, standpoint of why story is important, but there's all kinds of philosophical writings and all kinds of, um, writings in just the field of like narrative research that, that show that stories are, are how we create meaning and they're how we kind of put our lives together. And, and so for a family and for a couple. One of the reasons stories are so important is because they help us put our lives together. they help our relationship make sense they help our kids make sense of our relationship and of and of who they are and so it it becomes it becomes really important to be able to tell um just stories and, and go ahead
1: this was i think that piece that you just said was has been personally one of my most um impactful or maybe that, um, takeaways of having been someone who goes to therapy. Um, when I was growing up, we've, you know, touched on this here and there, I had some difficult things happen. You know, I had a dad who had undiagnosed bipolar and I had a dad who, um, self-medicated to, to deal with right. that. And, and parents who got divorced. I, yeah, yeah. My parents were divorced when I was little. That was very ugly. Their marriage was ugly. Their divorce was ugly. They're being divorced was ugly. It was hard. There was a lot of difficult things, and I didn't want to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, after my dad died, it was um, the senior my senior year of college. I didn't want to talk about it, and I was, as I have said, I was in therapy forever. Um, and and it was honestly when I went to graduate school to get my master's in counseling psychology that I began to understand this. You don't have to like telling all of the parts of. you you know, of your story. I don't like all of the chapters of my story or all of the pieces in it, but that's not the point. The point is that I can, you know, the word is integration that I can, I can be able to tell them without it being like, and that's the only truth. So overwhelming. so charged. mm -hmm, That is so overwhelming. That is so charged. And these things, when we tell our kids and, and each other, because Mm -hmm. when we tell our kids a story about how we met or the day they were born, we are also telling ourselves that story. Yeah. And it reminds us, it re-anchors us. Hearing Stephen tell our kids the parts of the birth story that he he shares, like I already said, it does something to me. Like it's almost like a, I don't, it's holy. Like it's like a tingly sensation in my mm-hmm. body of like, that is who I am. And and that is who Stephen sees me to be. And that is who he is telling our kids I am. And I feel so empowered and known and, and and that has that has been my journey with understanding the importance of mm-hmm. having these anchoring moments these stories of understanding the difficult things too and again maybe you don't share those with your kids but you that is what you do sure. share as a couple yeah um, and knowing that was because you you hesitated in your words earlier because you said you know we've had 3 pregnancy live because we've had two miscarriages. And so we, I have been pregnant five times. We have three living children, but our first pregnancy ended in a miscarriage. It was, a, and it was awful. And so like, when we talk about like our first birth, it was that. So it's very confusing. Um, and we, you know, we talk to our kids about that. Um, and they love that because it's a day they also get cake. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so, you know, that works for them. But, uh, we don't share all of that. Sure. They don't sure. they don't know all of that. They don't know what all that did to us exactly. Yeah. Um but we we do demystify it and offer them sort of the the basics. I don't I don't really like the bullet points. What they need to right. know. The important facts of yes, there was a baby that was born before you and mm-hmm. you, you know, but yeah. yes, you are still the oldest or you would always be the middle, even yeah. if we'd had all the babies. You yeah. know, you would still be the middle. You would still be the youngest. You all—all all those things. Um, and that is one of the things that makes our family our family.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and I think that you know th- there are these kinds of, like, if I think about our relationship, you know, kind of chronologically, all these sort of marker moments. Um, they're they're a mixture, right? They're a mixture of, um you know, starting from when we first met each other to when we got engaged, um, to getting married, to deciding to have kids, to having, you know, pregnancy loss, to having our, our you know, two of our kids and then another pregnancy loss and then our, our, our youngest. Um, but then also that along the way, there's, you know, stories of job changes, stories of death, story of, you know, loss, story of triumph, story, you know, all these kinds of things about the kind of chronology of our life. Um, and when we when we tell each other those those beautiful parts and those hard parts and, and we tell them with our kids present, uh, again, what it what it does is it creates this sense that we are all part of something. Um, and it's part of our family. Um, and it, it's our immediate family, but it's also
1: generations. Generations. I was just, while you were talking, thinking about my grandparents, I know how my mom's parents started dating and, Uh and there's some hilarious moments in there. Um, and I, and I love it But generally. It's just funny and it's so them, but also as, um, a mom now and to someone who's been in a relationship with you for, you know, we're going on 15 years of marriage and longer together. There's some overlap and there's some things that can just make me laugh. You know, my grandparents went on their first date and then my granddad didn't call my grandmother. I forget. I think it was a few weeks, like two weeks or something. And by the time he calls back, she answers the phone. He says, hi, Betty, this is Leeds. And she says, Leeds who? You know, like... I have forgotten all about you, you yeah. you know, and I would absolutely do that. Like, yes, like you I, would. I, who, who is this? I don't, <laughs> you know, I call her ID at this point. I'm like, I don't know. Who, well, I have lost your number. Yeah. Um, but some of those things are powerful. Mm-hmm. And then some of them get lost when your stories aren't told. We, yeah. we talked about this on Instagram some this week, and we had many, many people talk about I don't know any of these stories yeah. of my parents or my my grandparents. I and I feel uncomfortable thinking about talking to my kids about this. I don't know how. I I've never had this modeled or mm-hmm. or the opposite end of I know these stories. I'm I'm so grateful my parents told me this. Um or you know, you know, where I am now. My parents have both died. If yeah. if I didn't know some of these things, I I don't I'm not going to get more information out of them. Um and so it just it roots me even, even now though they're gone, um, I still have that. Even though yeah. my parents divorced, I still love knowing, um, uh, my mom used to talk about it and, you know, my dad asked her for a cheeseburger and it was just sort of this like thing, like want to go for a cheeseburger? Like that's right. oddly specific. Sure. <laughs> you know, like, um, yeah. just it matters yeah, it, and, and it does matter like to our actual brains. Well,
0: Go ahead. Well, well, and I think also it, it matters because especially too, I, w- I was just thinking like, so we're coming up on the holiday season and there, I think that this time in particular- We are in the
1: holiday season. That, that's right. We're I'm
0: sorry. We're in, in, it. in it. Yeah. So we are in the holiday season. <laughs> I didn't mean that corrective. Um, I just and, meant like, oh, it's here. And it and that stirs up stories and that can sure. stir up like rich, wonderful stories. It can stir up really tough stories. Like for us, like it's a little bit of both. Like we, we are- Like we find ourselves telling stories about missing your mom um, or about wondering what it would be like if your dad was here and Mm -hmm. how how he would have interacted with the kids, you know, and we're, we're telling stories too of, of things that we have enjoyed and that we remember like our first, like, I think our first Christmas together as a couple, um, I got like the flu. Or something. Or like
1: for seven Christmases you got <laughs> and, the flu,
0: and so we tell that story about how what what happened is that Aaron like I hadn't met every. This was the first Christmas I'd ever been to at Aaron's um, mom's house. Mom's house. Um, I come home and I'm like super sick, super sick, and um, Aaron. I remember that morning like uh, I was morning. I was laying in bed. I was laying in bed or something like that, and then you and your mom um came into to the bedroom where i was and aaron's aaron's first words <laughs> to me were are you better yet and her mom looks at her. She literally
1: put her hand like on my shoulder to like, as if to push me back.
0: And then, and then was like, she was like, ask him if he's okay. Ask him if he needs something. And and her mom went and brought me like some orange orange juice juice, and was like actually caring and sympathetic (laughs) towards me. And, but, but like that story is, is, you know, something we remember and then something we Tell our kids, and you know, they think it's funny, and they're like, Oh, that totally sounds like Amma, that totally sounds like mom, <laughs> and that yeah, totally dad. sounds like of, dad. You of would, of course, of course, you would get sick to try to get out of the big social gathering, <laughs> yes. whatever it might be. Um, but but those kinds of things, um, just allow us to feel again part of something connected to each other, and and I do think that they're also kind of grounding because I think one of the things that can happen. And and another reason that telling our stories are really important is that when things are difficult, I think between maybe just in life or maybe even between, you know, you and your partner, some of these stories, can be stories that ground you and remind you of the strength of your relationship, of the desire that you have for your relationship, and of how you and your partner have made it through difficult times before.
1: And honestly, so that is one of the reasons they do work. That is also one of the reasons people don't do them. Yeah. Because it's say more hard. Sometimes remembering those things feels painful. Sometimes you are in a, a dark spot or a stuck place and in, in calling back something really profoundly beautiful um, or hilarious or like a, a light moment feels
0: like you're trying to dismiss the, the difficult. Yes. Moment.
1: Like it let's we are trying to move past that. And, right. And, and sometimes people do that. That doesn't have to be what that moment is, though. It can be this is really hard mm-hmm. and it's been really good and it can also be like it's been re- this is really hard. We've done something really hard before. Yeah. Do you remember? Like look well, what we did. Do you well, remember how we did that? Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah, no, I mean it just makes me think of I, I remember I mean multiple times, but but I think you know, one of the a really difficult time in in our relationship was our first pregnancy loss and then some years later we we had another pregnancy loss. And that we had a really really um, difficult time Relationally, um, if, with that second pregnancy we've, loss,
1: we've talked about this too. You were Stephen was also nearing the end of his PhD, where he was in the like knee deep or maybe neck deep in research about a couple's experience with right. infertility and pregnancy loss. Right,
0: and and so it was a it was a really hard it was time. intense, and and we didn't we weren't doing well mm-hmm. at all. Um, it it got you know kind of really dark and kind of really scary and. It, you know, there were, you know, feelings and, and things that are like, just, just that, that this is really hard and yeah. I don't, I don't like this and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I, I think that one of the things that we did think about is like, we've made it through this before. This is really strange that it, that it feels so hard again right now. But, but at least for me, I remember that being like, we can, we can make it through this. We can make it through this again. Um, and that, that didn't make the story not hard or, or the difficulty not hard, but it, it at least helped me. It was more centering for me to be like, I, I know that we can make it through I don't know how we were going to, it felt pretty hard, but I, I was able to recall that story and say, yeah, I, I, I think we, I think we can sure. uh, make it through. And, and, and so again, I, I just think that that's how these, these stories sort of interact and can be grounding and can recenter a relationship.
1: Certainly, yes. I think more reasons, though, why it's hard to mm-hmm. recall these is some people genuinely feel I have been here in some ways, like even maybe more specifically, because I had so much goodness and so much richness in my life. But when I used to think about my dad, I couldn't think of anything good to say. Yeah, You know, it would be like, yeah, we had that one great day, but like right. it was you know, sandwiched by awful or he was terrible or it was because mm-hmm. he kept me from whatever. Um, and so like, I just couldn't. And I think a lot of times couples feel like it's been more bad than yeah, good. I and don't like, have any we don't good have stories. That. You know, like, what unquote, if I don't have talk. anything I want to share with my yeah. kid? What if, what if there isn't? And and, and I think th- I, I don't know it. the stories. I don't know your stories. Um, those of you who are listening and that can be a way to, there are stories in that too. So yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean,
0: I I say. think about it too. I mean, I, I didn't have the best relationship with my dad and my dad died five years ago. And, um, you know, I, I could think like, what would I, what would I say, you know, to, to the, the, the boys about that. But I think what, you mean our kids? Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. Our kids. Um, they're all boys. Um, uh, that like, I think what I would just say is like the truth of the way it was like, you know, I always wanted to be closer to my dad than I was. And I didn't feel very close to him. And, and something I hope, you know, as your dad, that like, we can feel close. And, uh, you know, th- this is why I want to talk about, you know, if I hurt your feelings, or this is why I want to talk about, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, there's a way for me to, to still talk about these stories and let them know something about their granddad and, Um, Let them know something about my relationship with my dad and and how that went and, and how that tells my boys something about their relationship with me um, and what motivates me and, and, and those kinds of things. And so, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think it doesn't have to be a cheery story, but a lot of us do have them. I think we forget, I think we
0: do have what cheery stories or, yeah, hard I don't stories? Mean che-
1: well, both. I, I, I think po-
0: po- something positive or, yes, yeah,
1: so there was something that initially drew us to ourselves one and to our partner to, to sure, you, sure, like sure, even yeah. when things are at our worst, yeah, I, I can't deny some of those earlier moments of, it felt different. You yeah. know, and, and that can be part How of How amazing it, I was. <laughs> mm-hmm, that's what I said.
0: That was so funny.
1: <laughs> um, For the record, our children also love this. Stephen and I were married for six months. We had known each other for three years, but we had been married for six months. We were hanging a picture in our teeny tiny little apartment. And he looks at me and he was completely I, serious. <laughs> was like, you're funny. I was like... <laughs> Is this a revelation
0: to I you? Mean, it really was. It was it was like what a pleasant surprise. 6 months <laughs> into our relationship that I that you actually ended up being funny. Cuz I thought that was something I was going to have to live without. You know, I was there were <laughs> oh so many goodness. so many other qualities that I loved about you. I was like, "You know what? I'm willing. I'm willing to be in this relationship even though she's not funny."
1: So often I'm moving past this, Um, (laughs) when we are working with couples, they come in feeling pretty distant.
0: Yeah. Afraid, worn out, resentful, tired of each other.
1: Tired of themselves a lot of the time. You know, just like I'm tired of feeling like I feel. I don't even know who I am. I definitely don't know who you are. I don't know what the last time we connected. Maybe we never really did. Right. And and trying to recall some of these moments, like, well, what have you made it through? Or what, you know, um, it can be hard. It can yeah. feel like maybe nothing. Maybe it, it, it almost feels like anything that happened before this is less true. Mm. Um, and and being able, like we're talking back about, um, Stephen's always talking to, to our couples about like being able to think of your own story personally, but definitely also as a couple, as like a book. And we can't rip pages out. Again, it doesn't mean we like them, and it doesn't mean we have to like be so excited to share that chapter. Right. Um but like it happened and being able to it doesn't have to overwhelm a story and we don't have to try to pretend like it didn't happen yeah. that is what can make us whole selves with less anxiety generally well people. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so in your your couple relationship, you can't if things are hard you can't rip out the good moments either. Exactly. Um, you, you can't One only, way or the other. Yeah. And you can't, if things are good, you can't ignore that there might've been difficult moments. You you have to tell the story, the whole story, um, uh, so that it makes sense and you get the real feel of it. Yes, that's exactly um, right. And, and I think that in doing that, again, you know, we're kind of talking about telling you and your partner, telling these stories, but also telling them with their kids, one of the reasons it's important for your kids to see you do this is because it's, it's healthy for your kids to realize that they don't have to only have good stories or uh, if they have bad stories, they have to somehow hide them or like. It, well, or that
1: it won't pass.
0: Right. That, yeah. We, we, that, that we, That's we, the only thing. Yes. Yeah.
1: That we won't be able to get through this, that this really will overwhelm. Um, And I mean, that was largely my my experience with my dad is like, oh my gosh, if you step into difficult stuff, you, st- you get stuck there. Sure. I'm not doing that. Like, I don't want anything to do with that. Um, but I, I think the importance of it too, is this is where your kids came from. Your couple story is your kids beginning. Yeah. Uh, and it helps them it, it, that you describing this to them is in essence, you telling them about how they came to be in the yeah. beginnings of, of them. and, we all love to have that mirror, um, to understand yeah, ourselves to under, a little yeah. bit more. It's me on our kids birthdays. When you tell that, like it does something to me and and it's the same thing for our kids. Yeah, It, it does, does something, something for them. to them. Yeah. Like this is who I am. This is where I came from. This is, these are my parents. I'm safe. I am secure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it does create a real sense of, of safety and security. And, and so I, I think about it like,
1: you so know, how
0: can you fix this? I, yeah, well, yeah, I think some of the things you can do is create some rituals within your family about storytelling. And I and I think some of the the times where where these kind of natural rituals can come are around, you know, birthdays, anniversaries, uh holiday times, oh, or maybe like times of year, seasons. I was seasons, thinking that too. Seasons, You yeah. know, like oh, mm-hmm. yeah, the fall reminds me of this mm-hmm. or, you know, summer, wh- whatever it might be like but, but you probably already have just some natural markers in your life, um, that, that you're not really even aware of. This is also and-
1: one of the exercises in the membership just as a, because a lot of people struggle. A lot of people struggle to remember. You're a person who struggles to remember stories uh-huh. yep. and I'm a person who struggles to make sense of them or to, yeah. to be able to, um, like I need them categorized, um, to be able to understand why it's coming up right now, why I might be feeling the feelings I'm feeling as we approach, right. you know, September or, you know, oh, it's August 1st. Like, oh, well, we know what August means. Right. Like, we know what's happening in my body because we've done this. And, and I, I think a lot of people have a hard time sort of deciphering these what, what is important. Right. Um, anyway.
0: yeah. Yeah. And so, so what are just some, some rituals, uh, and times of year that you can tell stories, um, to with, with your kids? Maybe I know a lot of y'all even have probably rituals where you maybe tell your kids a story at night before they go to bed. Well, maybe you could tell them a story about you and your partner or just about you or, or whatever it might be like, but, but creating. Creating this uh, this idea that um, you are wanting to communicate to your kids where they came from. You're wanting to communicate to, to your partner that you remember where y'all came from yes. um, a, as a couple. And, and creating sort of that feeling of belonging uh, to something really special um, together as a family and as a couple. Um, and so you can mark your life and stories in this way.
1: I think the last piece, and this is where I thought you were going to go with it being around the holidays is if you do have the older generations and it doesn't have to be your parents, it doesn't have to be, oh, yeah, it's not too late to ask if, if yeah. and you know, for some for me, it is. Um, and for many of you out there, I think it also is. Um, but for some of you, it's not, and mm-hmm. people can be uncomfortable sharing these things. I mean, there's a reason if you don't know that you're, your, whoever those people are, your caregivers have struggled to tell you these things. It doesn't mean they don't want to, it it might also mean they don't know how, or they worry you don't care or they worry it's silly or who knows what, but if you do have those people for me at this point, it's aunts and uncles. Um, tell me more. I want to, I want to know, I want to, I want to, I want to get to have those pieces, um, of my parents that I don't get to ask of them anymore. Yeah. Um, so yes, I, I think you can, all the generations of it, I think. Yes, yeah. we can share this with yeah. our own kids. And some of us do, some people do, I don't, have that opportunity to still ask. And I, I wish I did. I wish I still, there's, there's so much more I want to know.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so as you think about you and your partner's life and your family and your extended family, what what are some ways that you can hear the stories and what are some ways that you can tell um, the stories of your life. Do you want some help mapping out the story of your life? Our timeline exercise is a great way for you and your partner to remember the story of who you are individually and as a couple. You can find the exercise in our library of workshops at couplescounselingforparents.com or you can join our CCFP membership and get access to the timeline exercise and our complete library of workshops. If you join the membership by November 28th of this year, you can get the first month for just $1. Use the code thankful and you can get the first month for just $1. So go to couplescounselingforparents.com and join today. Today's show was produced by Aaron and Stephen Mitchell. If you're enjoying the podcast, please hit the follow button and leave us a rating. This helps our content become more visible to others who might enjoy it. And it lets us know how we can keep improving the show. And as always, we're grateful for you listening. Thanks so much for being with us here today on Couples Counseling for Parents. And remember, working on a healthy couple relationship is good parenting.